Thanks for checking in on this podcast. You are about to hear an inspirational teaching from Caris Ministries. If God has used this ministry to bless you in any way, please take a moment and write to us at amenatcaris.org. We are always inspired and blessed to hear how God is blessing people all over the world through what he is doing here at Caris. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so online at caris.org so we can continue making podcasts such as this available free of charge. What time is it? What time is it? We are in days, times to seek the Lord. And we are in an interesting season as a church. May I let someone be aware? May I make someone aware that It's not church as usual because this is a church that is on a quest. We are embarking on a a mission. We are on a quest. We are looking for seeking the presence of the Holy Spirit in our midst in a very radical, dynamic, a very powerful way. So that stands to imply that the way we may be doing church here may be different from the way other places may do church. Churches must all not be the same necessarily. The only thing that must remain constant in churches is Christ and him crucified, which is brought into realization by the Holy Spirit. And our church services, as a matter of fact, throughout the years shouldn't always be the same. Because every season comes with a particular demand for an, a particular emphasis. So you may, you may visit a church somewhere and they will be um, doing a lot of singing. It's likely most of the times we come here, they don't, we will not sing much. But we will pray much and teach much. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Clap for the Lord. So it's, it's just overarching scripture. The scripture that will be underpinning this season in the overarching scripture is going to be Acts chapter 1, verse 5. Hallelujah. This is Jesus speaking. In the book of Acts, you won't see red letters there. These are the only few red letters you see in the book of Acts, if you have a red letter edition. Jesus said, for John truly baptized with water, but... That's the going to be our focus. Our focus starts with the but. But you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit. When? Shout hallelujah. He said, John truly, let me read the John bit, okay? And then we all read the bat from the bat. Is that okay? John truly baptized with water. Shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Not many days. Shout hallelujah. They were coming to John. John will pick you, put you in water. 
preaching water and something happens to you. Don't underestimate John's baptism because Jesus underwent John's baptism. And the Bible said when he was baptized, the heavens was open. And that, that's John's baptism. So John's baptism is not ineffective. Very powerful. It, it had heavenly accreditation. It had heavenly re- recognition and endorsement. Heaven actually endorsed it. So when, when Jesus was being baptized, the heavens was open. If John's baptism didn't have heavenly recognition, the heavens wouldn't have opened during the baptism. So he said that truly, it was a good baptism, but it was just water. If water can open the heavens like that, if water can change, after the man was baptized, he started his ministry. If ministry changed after baptism, John's baptism, he said, but you guys, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. You'll be baptized with the Holy... John baptized with water. So, you can't say you've been baptized by John if you don't, see, you don't get wet. Right. You must get wet. That's the, that's, that shows that you've gone... And every part of you must be wet. He says that, but you will be baptized with... Now, this time, it's not water. It's not, it means that you'll be baptized by the Holy Spirit. You'll be baptized with... You'll be taking, practically taken and be submitted into the Holy Spirit. And when you come out, we will know. Amen. <laughs> we will know. When you shake yourself, people will be falling. <laughs> when you shake yourself, sicknesses will be living. Amen. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. When, you, when, when you step everywhere, you know, sometimes, those of you, I mean, I, mean, I think everybody should be, you, sometimes you come, okay, if you swim, when you come out of the pool, you, you know that everywhere you go, it will be wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your footprint, everywhere you go, it begins to show. Yeah. In the same way, when you are baptized with the Holy Spirit, you go there and you leave, you leave Holy Spirit footprints. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. They can tell that, ah, what's going on here? Has that guy been here too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has been here. Sicknesses have just been healed. Sad to have to, to know that there are so many people in church sitting in churches today and they can't be bothered about whether I have the Holy Spirit or not. They can't be bothered, they are looking for different things. The overarching scripture is Acts chapter 1, verse 5. It said, But ye shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. That is the intention of God that the Holy Spirit practically comes on you, he doesn't want to waste time on that at all. The Holy Spirit practically comes upon you. Because when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, it makes all the difference in your life. The coming of the Holy Spirit upon any person's life distinguishes the person above others. You never saw in the Bible that Holy Spirit came upon Jesus. And so, practically, you saw that he was virtually ordinary boy growing in Nazareth till the Holy Spirit came upon him and he was distinguished above all the others. Before he was conceived, the Bible says that the angel came to Mary and asked for Mary's permission for God to do a work in her. I was reading my Bible, I came across something. It's quite funny. I think it's, 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 it's in Matthew chapter 1, verse 19 and 20, somewhere there, when the angel appeared to Joseph, and he said, don't put your wife away, the woman away. Don't put her away. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. 
Christ. By the way, Matthew chapter 1, verse 20, 21, uh, 19, 27. But while he taught, he taught about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. So the, the guy who was about to marry her was about to put, put her away. The, the angel appeared to him and said, don't put her away for that is the Holy Spirit. Take her to your wife. It's the Holy Spirit. Then he began to expose her that this child that is about to be born, his name shall be Emmanuel. You call him Jesus. For he, 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 he shall be called Jesus. Or you, you call his name Jesus. Yeah, okay. You shall, you, you, you. You shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. And then the verse 23 said, and they shall call him Emmanuel, which means that his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Hallelujah. So the conception of of Jesus Christ took the Holy Spirit. The beginning of his ministry took the Holy Spirit. What makes you think you are different? Whatever must be started in your life will require the Holy Spirit. Tell someone it takes the Holy Spirit. Tell someone it takes the Holy Spirit. Tell another person it takes the Holy Spirit. Before Mary got pregnant, the angel appeared to Mary and said that you are going to be pregnant and you shall conceive a child and his name shall be called. Mary's first question was that, how can these things be since I know? You know, remember that text? This is from last year. How can these things be since I know no man? And Luke chapter 1 verse 34, 35. And then the angel said to her that the Holy Ghost, he says that the Holy Spirit, give me King James so I can use the I can, Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee Listen, listen, before I go further, what's the difference between the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit? One is a ghost, one is a spirit. Is that so? No. It's the same thing, okay? There is just different words that we use. So, But I got born again in my early days, King James, so we've been calling Holy, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Ghost, so that's why I just sometimes say Holy Ghost is Shakespearean English, okay? While Holy Spirit is modern day English. Does that make sense? Okay. He says that the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee. How can this things be? The Holy Spirit shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. That's so important. The Holy Spirit shall come upon thee, or the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee. And say end. That's what the baptism has to do with. When you are baptized with the Holy Spirit, something definitely will happen. The Holy Spirit doesn't come upon you and you remain the same. Right. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, what is beyond your natural forte, what is beyond your natural strength, what is beyond your natural ability comes upon you. So people around you notice that something has come upon you. They notice. Your husband, your wife notice that my husband is a different man. My wife is a different woman. And when they are dealing with you, they are careful. Be careful. I mean, tell me someone who is filled with a woman who is filled with the Holy Spirit. I will show you a woman whose husband can mess around. Or who another woman can mess up with, around with her husband. Try it and see. Just take more of the Holy Ghost and see. Let those who want to fight you, let them fight you. They will have to explain it for themselves. All you have to tell them, please don't do it. Because I don't want to be responsible for what will happen. Don't do it. And then go your way. He said, I will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. 
When Joseph was planning to put Mary away, who, who went to speak for him? He did Mary as well. Holy Ghost was doing work. So angels said, don't worry. Hey, Mary, continue. We will sort this one out. We will sort this one out. Hallelujah. Amen. Is the Holy Spirit. Something's success was Holy Spirit's success. He didn't look very strong. He was doing what Atlas could not do. <laughs> and so they were wondering. The woman said, can you show us where your strength lies? That means that they look at him. He doesn't, doesn't have the biceps and the triceps. So something was extraordinary about him. And do you know what was extraordinary about him? It was the Holy Spirit. And so the Bible talks about how, I mean, when you read, particularly the book of Judges, the book of Judges, they didn't have prophets. They didn't have leaders. There were no kings, prophets. And so God would raise every now and then certain people to rule them and judge them. So the Spirit of God came upon him. He judged Israel and the Lord delivered the king of Mesopotamia into his hand. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. In Judges chapter 6 verse 34, the Bible talks about how the Spirit of God came upon him mightily. But the Spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon. Then he blew the trumpet and the Abyssalites gathered behind him. You won't set him back in. Don't try and approach. Do use politics. Get the Holy Spirit. Say the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. He blew the trumpet and the guys gathered around him. In Judges chapter 13, verse 25. Verse 24 talks about how the angel of the Lord told Samson's mother. The one born son and called his name Samson. And the child grew and the Lord blessed him. But look at verse 25. The Lord blessed him. The, and the Spirit of the Lord the Lord began to move upon him at Mahane Dan, Mahane Dan, between Zora and Eshtal. Okay, so the Spirit of God began to move toward That's, That was something secret. The Spirit of the Lord began to move. The Spirit of God is about beginning to move on somebody here. The Spirit of the Lord is beginning to move on somebody here. In the name of Jesus Christ. I told you a lot will be happening. As I'm speaking, be expectant because this is when the thing takes place. So the Spirit of the Lord moved mightily upon him. Something. Talking about something. Um, And then in in Judges chapter 14 verse 6, a a, a lion attacked him. And he was surprised that, ah, you lion. I like that. I will say that he was surprised. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. So Samson went down to Timna with his father and mother and, and, and came to the vineyard of Timna. Now, to his surprise, a young lion came roaring against him. He was surprised. You don't know that the Holy Ghost told me you are coming? Lion! I like that. I said he was surprised. Ah! You should have been smart. And the Bible said he got that lion. So when the lion came, the Spirit of God also came. I like that. Go to the verse before. Again, verse 5. This is interesting. A, a, a young lion. Anytime you see the phrase young lion in the, in the scriptures, it means that a lion in its full strength, right. prime, yeah. in its prime. Okay, so a, a young lion in its prime came roaring against him. What did the lion do? He came. What did he do? He came. Came running against. So as soon as the lion came, something also came. 
What, what happened to him when the lion came? The spirit of the Lord also came mightily upon him. Hallelujah. Let the lions come. All you need is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I didn't tell you the, the title of the message today. What I'm telling you is, uh, is come, oh Holy Spirit. Because it doesn't matter what is coming. When the Holy Ghost comes, you handle it. You tear that thing like a piece of goat. Hallelujah. You can't take a keyboard like this. Okay, hold it with your hands and do this. Can you? You can't. But when the Spirit of God comes upon, that's what he did. A whole lion. He handled the lion like a piece of wood. He tore the lion. I was saying, he ripped him. <laughs> and he tore the lion apart as he would tore apart a young goat. Rat! Lion! How come? Because the lion shouldn't have come. Because when the lion came, spirit came. The Spirit is coming upon somebody. Yeah. Say, so the Spirit is coming upon somebody. Yeah. You will stand before the judge, a call, and give evidence and speak. And as you speak, it will be clear that there is something on you. Yeah. The lion came, the Spirit came. Let's all say that together. The lion came, the Let's say it again. One more time. The lion came and the spirit came. In the verse 19, look at verse 19. That is 14, 19. Then the spirit of the Lord came upon him and he went down to Ashkelon and killed 30 of their men, took their apparel and gave the change of clothing to those who had ex- explained riddle. So his anger was aroused and he went back, back up to his father's house. Samson. The spirit of, he went to 30 soldiers. He just beat them in. Went down to Ashkelon and killed 30 of their men. Just killed them like that. His exploits. So people were wondering, where do you get this strength from? The spirit of the Lord. Every time it is the function of the spirit of God upon him. Say the spirit. Say, come, O Holy Spirit. Does it make sense when Jesus said, you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now? Because the Holy Spirit baptism makes a whole lot of difference. Yes. Say, come, O Holy Spirit. Come, o Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, it doesn't matter what comes up against you. You'll be able to handle it. Amen. You'll be fine. Listen, the reason why you are so fearful is the absence of a mighty power of God on your life. Every man of God and every serious Christian must really pray for God's presence on him so mightily that God's presence will generate results that are undisputable. Someone is arguing with you, the the results will be undisputable. The results will be undisputable. So it is worth taking your time, seeking God's face and going all out for the Spirit. Hallelujah. Samson took for granted the spirit that was upon him. He took things for granted. Because the woman did something to him. (laughs) Samson would laugh a little bit. Nothing was funny, but... (laughs) He said, oh, do you love me? He said, I do. I do, you know. So, it was... the, The woman... But you know, Samson's mistake was he went to put his head on the woman's thighs. Hey! Hey, no! Hey! 
even your hand is dangerous. Let's tell your whole head. It's a serious matter. Judges chapter 16, verse 19. Then she lured him to sleep on her knees and called for a man to shave off his head. I think when you go, uh, okay, shave off his uh, seven locks, and that's where they t- when he told, told her all his secrets. Then she began to torment him. Before he did that, go to the, I think the two verses before. Let me take advantage to, to teach somebody something. Be careful when you get emotionally weary. It's part of the song of the things I'll talk about. You have to stay away from certain people who drain you emotionally. Especially in this season, they will harm you. When you get emotionally drained, you become very vulnerable. Very vulnerable. Many people have been vulnerable not because they are bad, but because of their emotional state. So, Bible says that the woman wanted the secret and something kept playing around. He said, oh, my secret, okay, my secret is here. If you're able to tie me, you'll get me. And then when he sleeps, the woman organized, ties him, and says, Samson, soldiers are come. The soldiers really come. And then he tells everything. He said, ah, so Samson, you deceive me. He said, no, tell me your secret. Samson will tell, him, tell her something uh, different. And then she tried it again. So Samson should have known that this woman is out to kill. Samson took for granted the terms of his engagement. He took for granted. According to Judges chapter 13, verse 4 and 5, there were clear instructions and stipulations regarding how he should live his life right from his mother's womb. Now, therefore, please be careful not to drink wine or similar drink and not to eat anything unclean. Even when the mother was pregnant. Verse 5. And it says that for behold. You shall conceive and bear a son. And no razor shall come upon his head. For, that, for the child shall be a Nazarite unto God from the womb. And, you sh- and he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. There were, there were types of engagement. Something. Something is not that you are at all special. There is a way to do this thing to keep the spirit on you. There's a way to do it. Brothers and sisters, there is a way to behave to keep the Holy Ghost upon you. Say, come, O Holy Spirit. Spirit. And so in chapter 16, verse 19, Delilah persuaded him, put pressure on him. I was going to show you how when you are emotionally drained, you become vulnerable. In chapter 16, verse 18, 17, somewhere there, uh, 15, somewhere somewhere there, the Bible says that she kept putting pressure on him daily till something was vexed in his soul. He was now tired. And it came to pass, when she pestered him daily, with her words and pressed him so that his soul was vexed to death. Wow. He couldn't keep the secret anymore. Because the woman was doing everything possible. And the next verse says that, that, that he told her all his heart. Oh, Samson. Samson. So that's why you think oh, it doesn't matter. I'm a man, after all, I'm a human being. I'm a human being. Sometimes you get tired. You get so frustrated. Me, I will, I will, I will sleep. I will, uh, what bend us a lot? Uh, what? Ah, what is it? <laughs> what haven't we seen before? Everything we have been doing. Everything is everything. Let me also take a break. That day you are taking a break. That is the day the Lord is coming. 
That's the day. Ah, Samson. And so Samson told her all his heart. He said, no razor has come upon my head. For, for I have been a Nazarite to God from my mother's womb. If I am shaven, then my strength will leave me. And I shall become weak and be like. That means he wasn't like any other person. And watch this. This is very interesting. Something I'm about to tell you. It was the Holy Spirit on him that was making the difference. But he's saying that my hair and my vows. So that means that the Holy Spirit needed something to work with, which you must be responsible for. The very day you abdicate that responsibility, that very day, the Holy Spirit will tell you that, all right, I'm out of here. Then you will realize that you are as ordinary as anybody. You are not that special. It's the Holy Spirit that comes up that makes you special. But your personal responsibility in engaging the Holy Spirit is what keeps him around you. Did you get what I'm saying? The Holy Spirit doesn't just stay on people. People must take responsibility. Take responsibility. I so, said, oh, if this is your present, then I know you will come. No, you have to pursue their presence. So Samson, after he revealed all his secrets, what, what happened? My boss says that when Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart, she sent and called for the laws of the Philistines, saying, come up at once, for he has told me all his heart. So the laws of the Philistines came up to her and brought the money in their bag. Money, 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 money. She was looking for bags. So they brought the money. And what happened? You see, that wouldn't have been the problem. He's telling the secret wouldn't have been the problem. But it was where he went to lay his head. (laughs) Where you are taking rest, eh? When you are stressed, the people who have been trying to talk to you and comfort you, be careful. Be careful, those who are comforting you. Hey, so they say that to you, and you still want to go and sing. Hey, no one can do them. They are killing you. The Holy Ghost will withdraw. Learn how to learn how to place premium and priority priority on things that you know are helpful for your destiny. Doesn't matter how you feel about it. Grow up. You don't you don't do things because of how you feel. The spirit of ingratitude has stripped many people of greater opportunities. But don't take it. Samson took his grace for granted. And then Delilah, after he told Delilah his secrets, he made the mistake by taking rest in Delilah's, on Delilah's knees, Delilah's bosom. Be careful where you are taking relief. Be careful how you spell relief. Mm. <laughs> What you may be calling relief is not relief. It's a trap. It's a a guillotine. Go and put your head thinking, I'm sleeping. (laughs) Because there's no difference, there's not much difference visually between acid and water. See people drinking. So you two are drinking. Go and take that one. That one is acid. Please. But you say, I'm thirsty. Say, no, don't drink. See, anyone who doesn't know what acid can do, you see it. You grew up in the village. You didn't know. You've never even heard anything about acid. What's acid? So they say, no, this one, don't drink it. Oh, don't worry. I'm fine. Me, I'm DK poison. Everything can go inside. 
you drink it and all your guts begin to gash out. You die on the spot because you were getting away with drinking even dirty water. But no acid. Oh. Acid will not postpone reaction. Say, <laughs> so come, oh Holy Spirit. Is someone learning something? So, Pastor, so Samson, he toyed with his destiny. And verse 20. So in Judges chapter 16, verse 20, and she said, Call the Philistine, he has told me on my sick. Verse 21, look at it. Then the Philistines took him and put out of. Wow. Verse 20. And she said, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. So he awoke out of his sleep. <laughs> he didn't know that the terms of engagement have changed. He awoke up out of his sleep and said, I will go out as what? Before. As, as what? He was used to doing it the same way. He knows, I just wake up, I will go. One day he went to a prostitute. He went to a prostitute. Something had issues. Like he went to a prostitute. And he stayed there the whole night. And his enemies realized that something has come into the territory. He's come. So most of those times, the cities had gates. And a city gate is, is not a door. A city gate. So they went to shut, lock the gate so that they would keep him in and attack him. Early morning, prostitutes, Samson. So you see, his condition was not fornication. His condition was his hair. You'll be running like others are running. Because what may be keeping your grace going may be different in a large, to a large extent from what may be keeping them going. Yeah. Oh, but this one did it. It was okay. This one did it. I'm okay. No, 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 no. You will do it and you will never be okay the rest of your life. Yeah. And something got up from this prostitute. And when he got to the gate, they have locked the gate. Do you know what he did? He said, This people are joking. He took the whole gate. <laughs> <laughs> he took it away. Next time, they will, they will not make the mistake of locking the gate. He took the gate away. Now he has given them. Serious problems. Now they have to go and manufacture. They have to just go and make. Yes. He removed the immigration restrictions. Everybody can come in. If you want to destroy me, you are crossing the borders. You will see. That's how powerful the guy was. And so when Delilah, after. You see, you can go to the prostitute and wake up the same. Okay. But not a Delilah. Not a Delilah. You may not even do anything with Delilah. But going to hang around the ladder and resting there, you wake up without your logs. Wow. He woke up. He has been shaved off. And he went. Bible says that. I like the verse 20. And he said, I'll go as before. Ask other times and shake myself free. Hey. But he did not know. He did not know. <laughs> he did not know. The problem with this issue is when the Holy Spirit is withdrawing from you, you, may not, you will not even notice. He withdraws very gently. Satan is the one who withdraws with a lot of noise. Satan, Satan comes in gently but lives with a lot of noise. The Holy Spirit comes with power but lives very gently. He didn't know the Holy Ghost has left him. Yeah. Am I talking to somebody who, yes. who yes. possibly the Holy Spirit has left you? In a certain sense. By his 
What's my message today? Come, oh Holy Spirit. Someone say, Come, oh Holy Spirit. Say, Come, oh Holy Spirit. It's so important to know that. See, when the Holy Spirit comes upon your life, you will achieve things and do things that people like you, with your kind of background, with your kind of color, with your kind of family traits, with your kind of education, can't do in any way. That's where the thing is going. That's where the thing is going. And if, the, if, if, if you were the devil and you want to stop someone from fulfilling their destiny, what would you have to do? You have to find any means to, for, for them to cause the Holy Spirit to live. Then you get them. As long as they have the Holy Spirit, something will always shake. Lock the city gate. He will shake himself. He will take it away. Let the lion come. He will tear him apart. As long as the Holy Spirit is upon a person, the person's destiny will be fulfilled. Amen. Let me give you four points to sustain the Holy Ghost. That's right. That's right. So quickly, number one, prayer. Someone shout prayer. Prayer. Shout prayer. Prayer. When the day of Pentecost of fully come, we are all together in one place. Pray. Acts chapter 2, verse 1. Pray. They're praying from verse, uh, chapter 1, verse 14. They went to pray. 14 to 7, they went to pray. And so two, they were there praying. Acts chapter 4, verse 30, 31. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken or shook. And they were all filled with what? The Holy Spirit. Say prayer. Prayer. That's why I told you this season we'll be praying alone. Number two, word. Bible says that whilst Peter yet speak these ways, whilst Peter yet speak these ways, the Holy Spirit came upon all those, those who were listening. So when did the Holy Spirit come? Whilst Peter was yet speaking these ways. In Acts chapter 10, verse 44. Acts 10, 44. Whilst Peter was still speaking, he didn't have to speak. There's, there's, there's something about when God's word is being taught that releases the presence of the Holy Spirit on a, on a person. Say the word. The Number three is faith. Faith. Someone say faith. faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. For you to expect the Holy Spirit to come, just believe that he's coming. Believe that he's coming. That's the only, the only viable, acceptable medium channel to receive from heaven is the faith channel. That is the only communication line heaven has endorsed. Every other one is black market. Wow. <laughs> Every other one is not legit. Faith. So without faith, forget it. God can't help you. Forget it without faith. God can't help you. Without faith. And then, that's number, that's number, number three. That's number three. So, number four. Number four is consecration. Someone shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. What's consecration? Setting yourself apart for God. Away from some stuff. You want the Holy Spirit to come? What's his name? Holy. What's his name? Holy. What spirit? Holy. What spirit? Holy. 
Holy what? Spirit. He's holy. Holy. Not only. Holy. Holy Spirit. I want to say Holy Spirit. God himself, he created a garden, nice one, and put man inside. And they disobeyed God in the garden. And they moved, because of sin, they were moved out of the garden of Eden. So every one of us were born out of the garden of Eden, outside it. We are, all of us are trying to make our way inside. Now the people who were in, the way they went out, they were sacked was sin. Sin got them sacked. Now you are coming inside a sin. Does that make sense? The sin got them out. You want to come in with sin. The Holy Spirit is sensitive to sin. Churches, we don't talk about that most of the time again because it's grace, it's grace, it's grace. Read properly the grace about grace. Grace said that the grace of God in, in the book of uh, um, Titus chapter 2 verse 11, the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. Verse 12. He said, verse 12 says that, he said, let's all read that, let's read that, this is good, let's read it. Are you ready? Read it out loud. Let's go. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. Say grace. Grace. It has appeared to how many? All men. But let's see what the grace does. Verse 12. Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live somebody righteously and godly in this present age. This present age, the grace has been teaching us. So the grace that saves teaches. Ah, he says that. He says in, in Second Timothy chapter two verse nineteen, he says that for for the foundation of the law stands sure, stands firm. Having this seal. Let everyone who names the name of God depart from iniquity. Depart. Tell someone looks like this one, God is trying to talk to you. (laughs) Depart. Shall depart. Leave. Leave the territory of sin. Move away from the territory of sin. Oh, but you know, it's, that's how I am. <laughs> Even the doctor said that's how I can believe it. So. I'm, not, I'm talking about if you want to encounter, if you want to receive the Holy Spirit, sin must be dealt with. Sin. Sin. I don't like it when you want to judge me. I want to talk about what should you talk about? The Holy Ghost is here now. Oh, but I just talk about grace. I think that grace teaches us to. So if I'm teaching a grace message, I should be teaching you how to depart from iniquity. We should leave sin. You can't have the Holy Ghost and sin together. You, one must go. And when sin comes in, the Holy Ghost withdraws. Every time sin comes in, the Holy Spirit withdraws. F-O-R-N-I-C. A-T-I-O-N. So one day, we don't want no one to talk about that. I surely will. <laughs> surely will. May God cause that iPad to fall into the bath water. <laughs> For your own deliverance. Yeah. 
May that computer crash. Just to set you free because your problem is the computer. Because nowadays you can do it by yourself alone somewhere. The smartphones, you know, I didn't even know that people are advanced. Even the smartphones, <laughs> that's where it starts from. By that, it does not end there. After it shaves your hair, takes out your eye, then it shatters your destiny. Sin is a destiny destroyer. Sin. Uh, no, say, Pastor, you know, I know already these things make me feel condemned. No, 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 no. It's your stubbornness that will make you feel condemned. But if you know it, anytime it's spoken about, actually you get strength, angry. No, I can't live like this. I can't How can you be eating pig's food? Somehow with royalty in your blood. You are eating pig's food. Because he's paying your rent for you. You think God can't take care of you? If that boy cannot let you alone, leave him alone. But who will marry me? God. (laughs) Sister, brother, it's not about the sin, but it's about the Holy Spirit you can't host. That's more important. So if you like, you can stay there, but you know Holy Ghost, you are not hosting, and Delilah will get you. The Philistines, they are coming. What did you later tell someone? Something! The Philistines are coming! I am telling somebody, the Philistines from your mother's background, they are coming. The Philistines from your father's background, they are coming. Wake up! Before they shave your hair, and then when you go, you see, you realize that you are helpless. Am I preaching a, a Holy Ghost message? Pastor was preaching a message at that time about consecration. He said, if you don't stop sin, sin will stop you. And there's nothing like secret sin. Eventually we'll find out. Eventually. Especially if you are a man of destiny or a woman of destiny. Hmm, Satan will find a way of grounding you. You can't toy with sin and keep your sanity. When you go, when you do anything, when you walk around sin, you are not doing anything against the pastor. Even God, not against God. Read your Bible. Bible says that if you do right, if you do, if you sin, you are not doing it. What, what do you do against it? Job chapter, I think, 36 verse 5 or 35 verse 6. He said, if you sin, what do you think you are doing against God? No, it doesn't get that. It's you it affects. It's like you want to change, you're upset. You want to change the world, the color of this world. And you want to use your forehead to change it. Where would the impression be? The wall or your face? I want to encourage somebody. Walk out of sin. Right from tonight. Say yes we can. Most of us here, if it is not a particular sin, even a sexual sin or something, nowadays most of us have become grounded and arrested by the media. So... (coughs) Late night television shows. And then when you see somebody come here, you change the channel. <laughs> why, 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 are you change, why are you changing it? <laughs> the devil is a liar. 
Oh, no, you don't want me to go into that sin. Consecration, you have to deal with sin. You have to deal with worldliness. Say worldliness. That will not permit me. And you have to deal with carnality. I was going to talk about carnality and show you. Um, carnality plays out in, in competition. You want to compete or do somebody? That's carnality, competition, offenses. There are people who, who in the midst of revival, you, you are carrying offense. I realize it's so much a blessing to walk offense-free. Because one of, some of you don't know. One of the things that affect a lot of pastors is offenses. Because human beings, who off, they, we've offend so easily and naturally. Haven't you noticed that? So to be a church leader, a person by a church or a cell leader, you will know that some of these people who God has given you the grace to lead are very, 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 very troublesome. Someone, someone will tell you that, I want to go to church today. Can you help me? Can you, can you pick me up? 8.30. You know, you, you said, you, normally by 9, I should be off. Or by 8, I should be. By you waited 8.30. You went out of your way. You were supposed to be going east. You went west to go and pick them. And you got there. You phone and phone and phone and phone and phone and phone and phone. They didn't you phone and phone and phone. Eventually, after waiting for 20 minutes, they came and said, oh, sorry, today I don't feel like going. That's human beings for you. That's human beings for you. And you dare not get upset because they'll be very upset. And the next time they tell you to come and pick them, you didn't pick them. They go and tell other people that you are, you are funny because of your car. You don't want to pick anybody. They forget what they did. And they put all the blame and the responsibility on you. That is how pastoral work is like. People will throw stones at you when you believe you are innocent. And if you don't take, that's what happens to a lot of pastors. If you don't take it, you carry pain in your heart. Carry pain in your heart. But you must learn how to. See, the offenses block the flow of the Holy Spirit. She said, that whole thing is be offense free. Sister, you didn't like the way the usher spoke to you. You didn't like the way, brother, you didn't like the way that that gentleman addressed you or that lady addressed you. You didn't like that. You've told her before. And it's really getting at you. Mm. Believe God and be determined that nothing, you can never take my joy away. Hallelujah. Nothing would interfere with your flow. And get yourself detoxed from offenses because offenses will come. I won't go again. Meanwhile, you know your miracle is there. I won't go again. I won't go again. I won't go again. That's why I said earlier, as we go out, you meet people who say, hey, the church, I, I, I don't like church. I don't like pastors. I can't, I don't like this. I don't like that. All those things are manifestation of imbecility and lack of, anyone who was in church at the time and said, no, I don't go to church again, you're actually not in it. Because if you are a man of faith, you actually pursue God. And leave the responsibility for God to deal with his people. Someone will step on your toe. The closer we come together, the more, the higher the propensity for someone to step on your toe. How can you step on someone's toe? Someone who is standing in elephant and can you step on his toe? No, even just all control. You are here. You can't step on their toe. But the closer we come, human beings are like that. Have you forgotten your family? Even a family of just for two children, you find see the children fighting. Fighting over this, fighting over that. I want to watch this one. This one says, I want to watch this. So husband and wife, now they have about four televisions. Everyone is, that thing is dangerous. It's dangerous. 
Those of you God has blessed enough and you have televisions everywhere. So everyone is watching their own thing. The family must come together. And there are times when you come home, shut, turn off the, the computer. You are on the toilet. You are reading your meals. You are at the dinner. You are reading your meal. You and your wife are going to have food. You are eating. You are checking your email, WhatsApp, every night. It's not right. It's not good. Stop it. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. Say, <laughs> Holy Ghost, come. All right. I think it's, it's enough. We've had enough. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So watch carnality. Watch offenses. Watch offenses. You must develop your spiritual work to the extent that you choose. I will not be offended because they gave me a seat here. Someone, some, the ushers didn't give me that seat. And they know that's my seat. My name is on it. <laughs> it will come. It will test you, you know. Pastor said, God is blessing somebody. Amen. You are still thinking about this thing. <laughs> Our friend, the devil likes that. To sow it, to just, just, just stop your flow. And I'm talking on a consecration. There's a lot I could, I'll pick it out later. Friends, it's easy to be offended by what someone said. Sometimes how someone even look at you. You didn't like it. Is someone getting what I'm saying? Yes. Say, come, oh, Holy Ghost. Listen, we need the Holy Spirit. There are so many things that can, I'll, I'll pick out the next time. Listen, it, there's, there's, there's a blessing and a joy and sweetness in having the Spirit of God. Being in a service where the Spirit of God is manifesting, it's coming upon. It's nothing compares to it. It's sweet. It's sweet. So it's very important that if there's something you should go for, Go for the Holy Spirit. It will make all the difference in your life. <laughs> did, you, did you receive anything at all? Thank you for listening. For more resources, please visit caris.org or call us on 0207-740-9960. God bless you.